From Riverside Health System, this is the Healthy You Podcast, where we talk about a range of health-related topics focused on improving your physical and mental health. We chat with our providers, team members, patients, and caregivers to learn more about how to maintain a healthy lifestyle and improve overall physical and mental health. So let's dive into learn more about becoming a healthier you. I'm really excited to have in the Healthy You studio today with me, Miss Angela Barco. Yes. She is from Bruton. Is that right? Yep, Bruton Avenue Family Practice. See, Bruton Avenue Family (laughs) Practice. I'm excited to have you with us today. Thank you. This episode, we're going to be talking about seasonal depression, and is it a real thing? It is. Yes, it is. Okay, I look forward to hearing more about it. So, Angela, tell me what led you in this line of work. Wow. So, as far as I can remember, I've always wanted to be a nurse. Okay. Um, actually, coming here, I was thinking about that time when I was in the first grade. Right. And my teacher made these, like, makeshift mirrors. Okay. You know the mirror that you see on, like, I don't know, Beauty and the Beast? Yes. Well, I had yes. like the aluminum foil. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had to write down what we wanted to be when we grew up. And me, of course, you know, at that time, I'm like, I'll just put nurse. But as time persisted on, you know, and to include my, my aunt is actually a nurse, I grew into like, you know, thinking maybe this is something that I really want to do. Right. I started off in a CNA program okay. and, you know, graduated from that, um, which led on to LPN then pursuing for my RN degree, and then here I am as a nurse practitioner. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. And I feel like I made the best choice of my life. Awesome. (laughs) What's the most rewarding part of your job? Being able to get my patients back to the healthiest versions of themselves. um, Wow. And just simply being able to care for them, you know, to listen to them. And, you know, I felt like I've always... I've always loved that. I love seeing yes. patients thrive. Yes. So, yes. yes, I love that. Thank you. I love that. So today we're going to be talking about seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. Um, that's often triggered by the change in seasons yes. um, and occur late in the fall. Okay. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit more about that. And I'm this this topic is so interesting to me and I'll tell you a, mm-hmm. a funny story after you kind of address that the, okay. the time frame that this occurs okay um, so <laughs> so typically when we talk about depression um, specifically a seasonal affective disorder which right. is a form of depression right. um, that typically starts around you know the fall winter months um, right. the winter blues of what we would you know call it and um, when we're talking about depression, we're thinking of, is there a chemical imbalance, you know, in our brain? Um, so what we would look at is your neurotransmitters. Right. So those help with, you know, mood stability. Right. We're looking at the serotonin. We're looking at, you know, the dopamine receptors. We're looking at norepinephrine. Right. So, and there's a couple more, but those three main chemicals um, in your brain help to regulate your mood. Okay. Um, so... 
unfortunately in depression that's where you have those imbalances um so you know within depression you're gonna see you know of course irritability you know feeling sluggish fatigued not wanting to participate in things that you normally would um and just feeling overall you know saddened Um, and in some severe cases some patients will exhibit suicidal thoughts or ideations and In more severe cases, they would want to act on those thoughts. So, right. Yes. Yes. This is is a serious thing. Mm -hmm. This is a very hard time of year Mm -hmm. uh, because of the change, you know. Right. uh, But also because there's so many holidays Mm -hmm. around the change in seasons. Yes. Um, And um, I know that I struggle with that myself because if you enjoy being outside, you know, by the time you get home, it's dark. Um, When the season changed initially, this is the funny story, um, I fell asleep. And Mm -hmm. um, it was really like 6 p.m., Mm-hmm. But I thought it was 6 a.m. Because I got home early and I fell asleep. And so it was around 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. But I thought I had fallen asleep and I thought it was 6 a.m. and time for me to get ready for work. Oh, wow. So I ran upstairs. I started getting dressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I text someone and I have, I have proof to show it. And I said, good morning. I'm running a little behind. <laughs> wow. And that's how turned around I was. Wow. And it took me about an hour. I <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's funny, but it's true. It took me uh-huh. about an hour to realize that I was all turned around. Wow. So, okay. I mean, because it was so dark, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, it's getting ready to be daylight. But when it didn't start to get daylight, mm-hmm. I just readjusted. But I had fallen asleep early. So this time is really, really hard. It's a funny it story, is. but it's not so funny. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> but okay. I'm glad you're here because I, if I do need additional assessment, yes. I do know where to go. But yes. it was it was like, my goodness, it was so dark. So I know I know it's hard. And kids that want to mm-hmm. be outside. Yeah. Um, and then the weather is not as accommodating. So talk mm-hmm. a little bit about not only the seasonal portion mm-hmm. from the time change perspective, but all the various holidays that go on, you know, during this right. time that c- compound that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. De- so, de- you those know, depressive states. Right. So, yeah. again, like you were just mentioning, you know, it can mess with your circadian rhythm. Obviously, it definitely affected that yours was, that was really bad. in that situation. <laughs> but like you, you know, just kind of go off of what you were just mentioning, yes. you know, um, the colder weather, you're not really wanting to go out, you know, it's getting darker earlier. Um, it's not as shiny and bright outside, right. like in the summer and spring months, right. you know, and that can really affect someone's mood, you know, right. be causing, you know, irritability and, and so forth. Right. So um, that's where it gets that seasonal affective disorder, because in some cases, some people can have those exacerbated symptoms um, in those winter months because of those seasonal changes. Right. Um, but anyway, so you know, it's imperative that, you know, we talk to our PCP and, you know, if we do see a psychiatrist or a psychologist about those concerns that you're having. And um, again, you know, just with the holiday season coming up, it could be, you know, an anniversary of some sort of traumatic event um, or situation that has happened. And that can also naturally cause that depression because, you're thinking about that situation that right. happened during that time. So. Grief, loss. Exactly. Yes. So, you know, you know, all days won't be sunny, right? Exactly. So 
when should, for our listeners, when mm-hmm. should you be somewhat alarmed? Um, and for me, there's always that bounce back or that mm-hmm. resiliency factor, sure. right? And so when should it be triggered for them? Maybe I should get help, right? Absolutely. You know, if again, if you're starting to have, you know, those saddened thoughts, it, okay. it's, you can't shake it. Right. You know, um, you're starting to have, you know, the what ifs of what if I okay. I wasn't here, right. would things get better? Right. You know, um, when you really start to have those symptoms, then, you know, definitely reach out to your primary care um, doctor to see what exactly we can, you know, help you with. Okay. Okay. Um, what do you think? Are there other things that you would want our viewers to know about? Um, this particular time or this mm-hmm. or sad this particular disorder yeah so you know anytime you come to your provider um, with these concerns of course we're going to want to do a physical exam on you that's number one because there are certain things that can happen like vitamin imbalances right you know um other forms of chemical imbalances, blood imbalances, electrolyte imbalances that can actually mimic depression symptoms. Okay. So, of course, a physical exam is always imperative to start with first, you know, taking lab work to make sure that those labs are not, you know, subtherapeutic because if it's a simple change, you know, and we can, you know, make those right. positive changes with medication management, right. then in hopes of, you know, getting them back to that therapeutic level. So, okay. Yep. So okay. just checking and, you know, making sure that the inside, the blood work is okay, you know, and like I said, vitamins, especially vitamin D. Yes, vitamin D. You know, we D. get that from okay. the sun. So, yes. again, it goes back to that seasonal right. thing. Right. We're not you know, out as we're much. We're not as so out as much. And you know? even if we're out, we exactly. sometimes can't take in enough, right? Exactly. Okay. And vitamin D definitely has been known to, um, especially the deficiency in it, has been known to cause depression symptoms. So getting okay. that vitamin D um, lapse checked is imperative as well. I'm going to go take my vitamins that I haven't taken since <laughs> this morning. <laughs> yes. so. Oh, and your thyroid. And your your okay. thyroid can also, if those thyroid levels are, you know, off a little bit, okay. it can also, too, cause, you know, some depression symptoms. Okay. So ruling that out you know, is, From, is important. It's important. Yep. Um, and I just, I value that relationship mm-hmm. with my PCP, my provider. Right. Um, are there things that you do, obviously when you come in, you're going to do an assessment, but are there mm-hmm. things that you do on the front end, um, for someone who may not even be aware that they're feeling that way, um, yeah. when you interact, uh, with your clients and patients? Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So again, just talking to your patient, you know, yes. Um, trying to get an understanding of their concerns is always number one, you know, listening to your patient. Um, There's different tools that we can utilize, which is a depression screening tool, um, like the PHQ-9, which is nine very um, straightforward questions that we ask patients um, that will kind of, you know, gauge as to how severe is this depression or or are they simply having depression, you know, so... Using those tools definitely help. Can you give an example of a couple of the questions maybe on that assessment? Um, Yeah, sure. So so. um, one of the questions is, you know, are you feeling irritable? Okay. You know, um, 
how many times throughout the day or the week are you not wanting to, you know, engage in activities okay. that you're normally used to engaging? Okay. Just, good. you know, very yes. straightforward, very specific. very specific questions. Okay. Yes. Very good. Very yes. good. If someone is struggling during this time, what resources are out for, out there for our viewers that they can connect with if they're having those um, hopeless, helpless thoughts um, mm -hmm. and some of the things that you talked about? Are, well, yeah, there's, I mean, there's plenty of resources. Okay. There's different centers. Okay. Um, you know, if it's something that your primary care, unfortunately, cannot handle in office, then, of course, we would outsource you to maybe psychiatry or okay. just general counseling okay. um, during that time to kind of, you know, help you and get over that hump. Okay, very mm -hmm. good. What if somebody wanted to reach out to you specifically? Would you tell our viewers oh. how to connect with you? Yeah. Um, so you can reach me at, you know, Bruton Avenue Family Practice, okay. um, calling our office, scheduling an appointment. Um, my chart, you know, okay. um, is, a, is a great way with communication as well. Oh, okay. Yes. I think it's so important um, for our viewers to know that you're not alone. Absolutely. That there are resources and support for you. And um, the goal of us talking with you today is for them mm -hmm. to understand how to access those resources. Right. Right. Um, so I thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you for um, having me. Yes, yes, please come back. Yes. Um, and I assure you, I haven't had another episode <laughs> since my clock was turned around. But okay. um, it, is, it is hard right now, to, you know, because it, it gets dark so early. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, um, just to kind of, you know, hang on a little bit. But, you know, we can do cognitive therapy, you know, just being able to like I said, talk about those things mm -hmm. and um, putting a game plan in place, you know, um, coping mechanisms that mm -hmm. definitely help. And, mm -hmm. you know, and in some cases we would use medical management or medication management, excuse me. So increasing, yes. if you're already on an antidepressant, sometimes, yes. you know, we'll increase your dose okay. um, or just put you on a low dose to kind of help you get over and get that chemical balance. Yes. Back. Yes, yes, that's great information. I know yeah. sometimes as I interact with people and talk about um, depression, mm -hmm. they worry about the side effects. That's right. why it's so important to have that relationship and follow up Absolutely. with your primary care physician or even a psychiatrist or yes. therapist. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you want to touch on that a little bit, but those yeah. things are looked at to make sure that you're safely treated. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Safety is, is number one, you yes. know, um, and again, listening to your patient Absolutely. and so that you and your provider can come to an understanding and group together to come up with a game plan on how to combat and get you at a therapeutic level. Absolutely. Yes. Thanks again. Well, thank you for and having please me. Please come back anytime. Yes. All yes. Right. I would love you. to come back. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of healthy you. We're so glad you were able to join us today and learn more about this topic. If you would like to explore more, go to RiversideOnline.com.